beverage industry professionals to The Shine Runner Show, quenching your marketing, distribution, and sales thirst for more horsepower on the craft beer, cider, and spirits industry. My name is Mark Colburn, and I'll be your crew chief. Today's episode is How to Motivate the Wholesaler. Program objective is to provide you with an overview of marketing, distribution, and sales learnings and experiences from a veteran, me, who's been in the craft beer, spirits, and cider business for over 25 years. The goal of this program will be to help you better understand marketing's role, priority, and importance in the marketplace and how it relates to your business model. Little recap from episode five. Uh, we asked a bunch of questions prior to this distributor appointment. I want to just cover off on a few of uh, some of the important ones. Obviously, you want to ask about the territory covered that they uh, they go to. How many days a week do they deliver to key accounts, especially the supermarkets? How many off and on premise accounts do they deliver to? Super important question. If they're only fifty, heck, you can probably handle that through self distribution. But if it's a thousand or more, hey, this is somebody you definitely want to keep talking to. Is there a case drop minimum uh, or a dollar minimum for delivery? You don't want to find that that out after the the fact. Uh, do they specialize in channel selling? Do they they set up their team uh, with an on-premise team, an off-premise team, wholesale or excuse me, um, warehouse club team, convenience channel team? You definitely, I, I think that would be that would behoove you if you have a distributor that does channel selling, that specializes in such. Does their team merchandise the shelves? We hit that hard in the last episode. Merchandising, a key point, especially in the supermarket chains where merchandisers will take the product from the back of the store and put it into the cold case because supermarket labor, uh, supermarkets don't do that. They rely on the distributors to do that. Their expected margin on selling draft or case beer, you definitely want to find out what their cut, their slice out of the price is going to be. Then you can kind of approximate through the channel what you'll be at at retail and see if that that, that aligns with uh, your, your brand positioning. What is their new item authorization approval process and the selection criteria for such? The more you know about that, the better the odds you'll be able to get that new seasonal or that barrel-aged uh, beer or cider or spirit into their, their warehouse. Do they have sales meetings and how frequently? These are great brand-building tools. You want to get involved in that. You know, What's the frequency? What's the criteria for, for being able to get into these sales meetings? How, uh, you know, when do they take place? Are they Fridays, Mondays, 7 o'clock, 7.30? Appointment drives versus crew drives. We talked about that. Uh, crew drives, definitely great. Get out, flood the market. Hit as many accounts on the on and off premise as possible. Get after those points of distribution. Ride with. That's where your feet on the street, your sales rep is going to be able to get in a car and ride with that on-premise salesperson. Go into those on-premise accounts and and spread your brand gospel and, and pitch and sell and the off-premise. How, what's the frequency of the ride with? What's the criteria for selection? Some distributors might say, well, you're not on our sales plan, so you're not going to get to ride with us this month. That wouldn't be so good. You want to get into their calendar every single month of the year. That gives you more brand exposure at the account level. Incentives, can you participate in those? Do they even have them for the sales team? Hopefully they do. Find out. You want to put carrots out in front of those people so they'll sell your brands. Special events, do they participate? If so, what's the selection criteria? How often can you get into the next, you know, the next quarters? You want to be in special events. Trial and sampling are imperative for your brands. 
Does the company have a graphics department to accommodate your point of sale and special event banner requests? This can be really helpful. A lot of the bigger distributors have in, in-house graphics departments. You'd be surprised. And uh, if they find out also if they charge for, for banners and such. But this is probably going to save you a lot of money. What are the sample and donation policies? Hey, this is something you want to find out up front. Uh, sometimes uh, some distributors will say, well, you cover all the samples 100% or some will say, we'll share 50-50. I would want to negotiate in advance of that contract signature a 50-50, for example. Uh, would would they financially contrib- contribute to a sales rep in the area on a, maybe a co-op or, or per cents basis? Does the company conduct quarterly or trimester business reviews? I think you want to get in there at least – Three times a year to meet with the senior staff, go over the business, stay in their face, be top of mind. Does the distributor conduct skew rat meetings? If so, that's where they're they're trying to cut back. They're trying to get uh, you know shed some some product, weed through slow sellers. Well, you want to find out what those that that uh, deletion decision process. You want to learn as much about that as you can. What is the criteria that your distributor uses to cut back or to delete products? And then the most important one from last episode. As I said, I want you to remember this for the rest of your days. People sell for people and brands that they like. Always remember this. People sell for people and brands that they like. So episode six, let's get into it. Um, I hear this so often from suppliers. Hey, Mark, we just got in to the big distributor and, and the sales team. They just – they don't sell our line. You know, What do we do? How can you help us? Well, you know, I hear this comment over and over and over, and, and but why is this so common? Well, one of the reasons is that there are so many brands out there. There's, what, 7,000 breweries now in the United States, 800-plus cideries. I don't even know how many wineries, you know. Sure, a lot. And and everybody wants to get into craft spirits. They're all seeking a shrinking handful of powerful big wholesaler distributors in each metro market. Remember from a prior podcast, there's really only about two or so major distributors in each major metro. So all these companies, these breweries, cideries, they're competing against you uh, with these distributor sales teams. So this dichotomy is an unfortunate reality. And sorry to say, but it makes market success even tougher that much more difficult. So, do you just pull your hair out and give up? No. You buckle up, buttercup. What are you doing? You doing to motivate your internal customer to sell your great beverages? Have you presented, for example, at a recent sales meeting? How did that go? If you haven't, well, you need to. Did you communicate your brand story and KDA in a method that would appease your internal customer? Did you leave samples? What about other selling tools? Does the distributor salesperson have your brand story and images on his or her iPad for account presentation? You want to simplify their selling process for your brand. Make it as easy as possible for them to sell 
your brand. Can the salesperson get this information easily from your website? If not, you've got to make that happen. Did you or your, your sales rep, your sales director, VP of sales, did you schedule ride widths, an appointment drive? If not, then, yeah, you're not going to get a whole lot of results from this distributor. How often do you or one of your team visit this distributor? Can they even name you or your sales rep? I worked for a large distributor and and one of my brand team, they, they did a survey. They showed a picture of a sales rep in a sales meeting and, and they asked the sales team of 60 to write down the name of the salesperson. Not even half of them were able to do this. And this is for a salesperson that had been in the market for over six months. Do you understand why I say that you must treat the wholesaler as your internal customer? If you adopt that philosophy, think about it hard. Your wholesaler as your internal customer, you are going to be that much more successful. Have you thought about an incentive? Hey, Mark, how come we don't, we're not getting any love from the sales force? Well, as I said, there's a ton of other brands. Are you putting carrots out there? Are you in the, the next month's sales plan? You definitely want to be in that. So let's go what I call clutter busting. Many suppliers take the least effort approach to distributor sales force incentive development. Typically, what they do is $5 per placement. $5 per placement. Don't be the supplier that says to your wholesaler brand manager, "Ah, hey, Mark, come up with something and we'll share the cost. Or how about $5 per placement? Yeah, and how about if we throw in a bag of chips too? If you don't care or put in any effort then these street smart sales reps will immediately pick up on this. The results, and this is, I'm speaking from decades of experience. I used to be a sales guy. And I remember when a a sales rep came in and they would put out this, this incentive. Yep, increase distribution by 20 points and we'll give you five bucks. Uh, The results are going to be meager at best. In a major metro, San Francisco, Los Angeles, um, Manhattan, Chicago, Miami, how much does the wholesaler sales rep take home after taxes out of five bucks? Would that even buy a mocha? Tell you what, put it to the Mark's mocha test when you come up with your incentive. Here's a couple of things that a great incentive needs when you're coming up with something for your wholesaler distributor. You need an objective. I know that's obvious, but not a lot of suppliers even bother with an objective. Come on. An objective such as increase off-premise distribution points by 150 or open 75 new non-buy accounts from a 90-day master buying list targeting accounts that sell your beverage styles. Now, that objective is going to already put you in the right direction. Another one, uh, increase on-premise draft handle placements by three per on-premise sales rep. This is a pretty standardized one. 
But I think it's it's a good one. And payout, let's say, depending on your marketplace, a hundred. Let's just as an example, hundred dollars paid per placement, or four hundred fifty dollars when the rep achieves a goal of three new draft placements. Obviously, volume must be paid. Uh, um, volume level must be achieved in order for payout. But four hundred fifty dollars when that rep gets three new draft placements. That's a pretty attractive carrot. Buys a lot of mochas. You need a budget. That's obvious. And you want to be tied. You want to tie this incentive. Always go back to this because so many suppliers forget. Tie your brand's KDA and marketing story to this incentive. Here's your opportunity to hammer that home again. Keep hammering home to this internal customer. You want them to ambassadorize them. You want them to remember your KDA, your marketing story, so that they're when they're in the trenches, they're going to recite those points. Don't miss out on this critical opportunity. Most, if not all, supplier sales managers that I've seen over the decades, they don't think about this. Maybe in their defense, they don't even know it. Uh, you know, This is another strategy to win in the marketplace. Use a theme. NFL, basketball, Cinco de Mayo, draft day, Halloween, Oktoberfest, 4th of July – a movie premiere. There are tons of opportunities to tie your incentive, your, let's say, September uh, whatever sales plan incentive to something that the guys and ladies can associate with and, and rally around. Be unique. Super important. Be unique. Zig when all the other suppliers zag. Don't be that supplier, the 19th supplier that says, yeah, we'll do five bucks, five bucks per placement. Ask your brand manager for a copy of a prior sales plan so you can see what your your internal competition's doing. Zig when all the other suppliers are zagging. Most important one, in my opinion, it's got to be fun. Heck, we're in the alcohol business. Take some creative license. Fun will get attention, I guarantee you. So, a recap from episode six. Has your sales rep been in to present to the wholesaler team? Uh, that's a must. Uh, if if you're, you're not getting the response out of your wholesaler, hey, ask your sales rep, how frequently are they getting in there? How often are they getting to those sales meetings? Are they, uh, are they presenting? What is your communication frequency with your distributor and the senior, senior team? Have you trained your rep? to adequately convey your brand to this critical internal customer. As I mentioned earlier, you are the quarterback of this person. You need them to present to you. You obviously want them to convey your marketing story, your KDA, and, and they are the direct reflection upon uh, on your brand. Make certain they meet your criteria. Have you run an incentive? We hit that pretty hard. When was the last time you did? How well was it received? What were the results? Think about the term clutterbuster. Challenge yourself and your team to generate creative ideas for an incentive that builds more brand equity into your brand. What event, holiday, or theme is coming up in the next quarter that you can tie your brand to and your incentive? Exploit this opportunity. Have fun with it. As you begin, 
this creative process, realize there are no bad ideas. Consider any and all from your team. This oftentimes results in an unpolished nugget that can be fine-tuned into a nine-second quarter-mile killer. And please don't forget your objective. This is your, your roadmap on what you want to achieve. It must be easily understood by your wholesaler, the brand manager, the, the salespeople, and your sales rep with full commitment between the two partners. It also should be co-op 50-50. Lastly, empathize with the wholesaler salesman. His or, his or her day is, is a long one. It's repetitive. It's hard, oftentimes pretty boring. So be sure to make your incentive fun. They will remember you the next time you introduce your incentive and listen more intently. So, hey, the Shine Runner Show is in need of sponsors. Management at the Brewing Network realized a need for a show exclusively dedicated to the topics of marketing, distribution, sales, special events, wholesaler motivation, talked about that today, sales incentive planning, and other marketing topics. This is really a key differentiating advantage. That means that sponsors, hopefully some of you out there, will be associated with a, a one-of-a-kind show that appeals to a lot of professional brewers, distillers, vintners, cider, mead makers, and even non-alcoholic beverage producers. So if you've got a product or service associated with that big target, hey, sponsor our show. I'd appreciate it. Thank you for listening. Please check out my website at shinerunnercraftmarketing.com. My book, Craft Beer Marketing and Distribution, Brace for Skumageddon, and my Patreon site, Shine Runner Craft Marketing, where you can subscribe and we'll take a look under the hood to dig deeper into these podcasts and get some more horsepower, fine-tune that, and uh, give you additional content. So stay tuned for our next Brewing Network episode number seven, where we're going to get into clutter busting. Thank you.